Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Psalm 84. Just a note about Psalm 84 before we dive into it. This is a psalm of the sons of Korah, is what your Bible should say. And Korah, if you remember, was a guy back in Numbers 16, you can read about this, who raised a rebellion against Moses and Aaron. This is when they were in the wilderness, and it was real popular for the Israelites to complain and rebel against Moses and Aaron. Well, Korah was a Levite, and the Levites were the family of people who were supposed to manage the worship and the temple and the tabernacle and so forth. And Korah and some other guys rebelled against Moses and Aaron, and God did not think too kindly on it. In fact, his response was to have the earth open up and swallow these these guys up who were rebelling. So now you fast forward hundreds of years, and here we've got the sons of Korah, this unfaithful guy, this bad guy that got swallowed up by the earth for not trusting God's appointed. And these sons of Korah are writing psalms that help with the worship of the Israelite people to God. And it's just kind of a story of redemption over the generations. God brought Korah's family back in alignment with his good and pleasing purposes. And here they are blessing the people of Israel as managers of worship among the Levite line. And uh, that's just kind of a cool little note about who the sons of Korah, Korah are. Let's read through Psalm 84. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. My soul longs, yes, faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and flesh sing for joy to the living God. Even the sparrow finds a home and the swallow a nest for herself where she may lay her young at your altars, O Lord of hosts, my God and my King. Blessed are those who dwell in your house, ever singing your praise. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, in whose heart are the highways to Zion. As they go through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. The early rain also covers it with pools. They go from strength to strength. Each one appears before God in Zion. O Lord, God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. Behold our shield, O God. Look on the face of your anointed. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the one who trusts in you. So in this psalm, we have a lot of references to the dwelling place of God, to the courts of the Lord, to to the house of God. And this psalm is about going to worship the Lord in the temple. So back in the Old Testament, during the Old Covenant, that is where the dwelling place of God was, was in the temple. Remember, in the Holy of Holies, we've talked about this. That was true in the tabernacle, which was kind of the portable temple made out of a tent. And that's true of the permanent temple. And so to go and be in God's presence required these Israelites to make a journey to Jerusalem, to the temple, and many times make sacrifices and do all the things that were involved in that. In fact, they were mandated to do this back in Deuteronomy. This is one of the things that they had to do. And so this is talking about what a privilege, what a glorious opportunity it is to be able to go to the temple and be in the presence of the Lord. And I want to talk about verse five here for a second. It says, blessed are those whose strength is in you in whose heart are the highways to Zion. So this is saying, blessed are those in whose heart 
are the highways of Zion. In other words, the paths that are taken to get to Jerusalem, to Zion, to, to be at the temple and worship God, those highways, those paths, it's, it's in the people's hearts to do it. This isn't just an obligation that they're going through because that's what they're supposed to do as they were commanded by, by Deuteronomy. But this is the, the desire of their heart. This is a genuine intent. And whether it's the old covenant or the new covenant, the Lord is still a fan of genuine hearts, not obligatory hearts, not hearts that are just kind of checking the box or going through the motions. We've gone through this coronavirus time. It's been really interesting because people haven't been able to go to church. And so one of the things that's happened is I think the Lord is kind of weeding out who is really in their heart wanting to worship me and who is just checking the box. Uh, the people who are checking the box probably haven't been doing a whole lot for the last several months while they've been sitting home. And the people who genuinely want to worship the Lord are finding ways to worship the Lord, even though they maybe can't get to church the way that they used to. One of the great things that serves those people is the radio program that we broadcast every week, the Christian Crusaders broadcast. And so anyway, where is your heart? Where is my heart? I can tell you historically, there have been times when I've certainly been going through the motions in worship and uh, God doesn't want that. God wants us to have genuine engaged hearts that want to be worshiping him, uh, whether that's Old Testament or or new covenant. Let's jump down to verse 10. This is one of my favorite verses. It's a lyric for a popular song. I'm going to link in the notes, uh, the episode notes. You can check that out. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. And we have to ask the question, in the Old Testament, we understand what it meant to be in his courts or in his house. It meant go to the temple, like we've said. But in the New Testament, in the New Covenant, after Jesus Christ, what does it mean to be in the courts of God or in the house of God? Well, I think it means that if we are in relationship with Christ, Scripture says that we are the dwelling place of God. Scripture says that the Holy Spirit has come to dwell in us, those of us who trust Jesus Christ, who have been redeemed, whose sin has been has been covered by the righteousness of Christ through faith in his death and his resurrection. And so I think sometimes uh, we have this idea that the house of God or the courts of God are still the local church. And uh, I think obviously there's value in the local church, but it's just not where God's dwelling place is only at. I remember as a kid being told you can't run in God's house or all these different rules because this is God's house. Well, it's probably a good thing to re respect churches and, and be reverent to God. But God's God's presence is not stuck in a location anymore. God's presence is wherever people are who trust Jesus Christ. So that could be me individually as I trust Christ and the Lord dwells in me as uh, through his spirit. That could be a community of believers, a, a group of people who trust Christ and the Lord dwells in, in that group of people. So do you believe that it would be, it, it is better to spend one day in that reality, the reality of trusting Christ or being with people who trust Christ is better to be in that reality than to be in any other reality. And I hope you do. Lord, thank you for this great psalm. Thank you for the image of your dwelling place. And thank you for making that dwelling place accessible to us through faith in Jesus Christ. We don't have to go to a temple to be in your presence, but we can trust Christ and be led and guided by you, inspired and, and, and spoken to by you day in and day out through your spirit, through faith in Christ. 
Let that be a truth that inspires us, that motivates us, that is the core of who we are, that we would live out of that in a way that is generous and godly and more and more Christ-like each day. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.